This is the master before we wrap up for the hour. Thomas O'Brien, based in Garston, joins us. Tommy Tuppe, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andy. How's everything in Garston? How's things been? Oh, things are good. Things are good, yeah. Um, the weather's good. It's a beautiful, mild sort of a day today. Uh, I shut up to Frankton and dropped the kids off at school and then came back down and then went up the hill and um, picked up some bags that, from the huts that people were staying at and, and now I'm just cleaning a bit of accommodation and then I'll be sort of getting in back on the laptop this afternoon. So, yeah, uh, it's good. You guys are having a pretty good season up there? You're not suffering from the dry or anything? Oh, not really. No, I, I think um, most people would agree that it hasn't been a bad season really in terms of growth. And um, But I suppose, you know, the commodity prices don't reflect the level of growth that, that um, primary producers need, obviously. But, you know, stock, I think stock are doing pretty well on the whole from what I can see. Yeah, stock are doing really well down here in the south anyway. Like speaking to Nigel Woodhead before, South Otago is a different story. But when you look at Southland, and certainly it's been a season, no, no chance of a drought in the south this year, put it that way. Not at this stage. I mean, you know, people talk about a, a late Indian summer. I don't know if we're going to get that or not. I, I sort of get confused at the best of times when we talk about <laughs> um, El Nino con- conditions and La Nina conditions and late summers and all the rest of it. But, um, oh, it'd be nice to have uh, a continuation of, of warm weather. Um, I've certainly noticed that the darker, getting darker, and uh, I went for a prop this morning. I was thinking, gee, that window doesn't last long, does it? Where, you know, sort of in, in mid-December, where light at about five in the morning, it's, it's now not getting late until about later. As far as a tie-up to the Revenant, everything from that, it's all over and done with for another year? Well, funny you should mention that, because I was talking to Scott Worthington last night, um, who's the other race director for the, for the Revenant, and we're already scheming about what's, uh, what's going to happen next year in terms of our checkpoints and just maybe some of the subtle changes that we might make. Yeah, certainly, um, you know, I think a lot of the competitors sort of get that post-event sort of debrief going on inside their heads and then they, um, they put it down on paper and, and then put it on social media and just, just let people know what they thought of the event and how, how things went for them and they were all always interested to see how other people were going. But, yeah, it certainly is a... Um, uh, you know, and we've created a doco. There's a, there's a guy who's creating a, an hour and a half documentary at the moment. This one will be in English. The last one was in Japanese. We had a Japanese film crew, and they did a they did a bit of a feature. But so, and that'll probably be screened. I don't know if it'll be this time around, but maybe next time around at the um, New Zealand Mountain Film Festival. Because you're kind of a big deal in the endurance sports world in Japan, aren't you, the Revenant? Oh, look. I mean, the Japanese are at the forefront of a lot of ultra-adventure racing in the world, you know. Um, one of the guys that came and had a crack at the Revenant, I mean, his day job was to basically coordinate. Um, he's got the biggest ultra-adventure race sort of coordination-type business in Japan. And uh, I, I, I think I overheard them talking about, oh, they have seven events on one day at various locations around around Japan. It's crazy. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's it's a big deal over there, mate. I don't know about the Revenant being a, a big fish over there, but you know they certainly they certainly know about it, and it's on the radar. And, and the Japanese are, are certainly very keen to come over and give it a crack, which is great. You're also a train driver, the good old Kingsden Flyer. How's the season going? Well, I was on the train yesterday, actually, and um, yeah, really, really good to see um, you know both 
trips. We did two trips yesterday, and both trips the train was relatively full. Uh, I think the second trip there was there was standing room only. So, um, so you know, we had a, a lovely day. It was a beautiful day, nice and warm. And it's always um, really heartening at the end of a trip when you pull into Kingston and everyone gets off and they come up to the cab and they're like, you know what, we love that. That was such good fun, young and old. Um, really appreciate the old flyer, you know, it's had a fairly chequered history over the years, but, you know, the operators are great, they do a really, really good job, and they're excellent to work with and for, and, um, yeah, I only wish it the best uh, for the future, and here's hoping we can keep it, keep it on track, so to speak. And there's been quite a few tourists around, um, that neck of the woods, obviously. Yeah, there's still quite an influx of tourists coming through, um, you know, going from north to south and back again. Uh, as I say, like we're quite busy at Welcome Rock here, you know, the huts are busy and so on. But um, yeah, it's kind of interesting to sort of see where the spend is going. Um, you know, I think some of those big, big, big ticket item stuff, um, you know, that's a very small percentage of people. And I think the bulk of people, um, not only international, but domestic as well, there's still quite a lot of domestic travel going on. You know, they're just looking for those, dare I say, you know, those unique Kiwi experiences where less is more, if you know what I mean. Like, they're just looking for the simple things. And that, I think that's the reason why things like, you know, biking and e-biking and tramping and all those things, that, that I don't think they'll ever really go out of fashion too much. Good way to leave it, Tom. Always appreciate your time. Thanks, Andy. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Brought to us by Shearwell Data, working to help the livestock farmer. What do you call a piece of corn that gets promoted in the military? A colonel. Oh, God, it continues. As does the afternoon. That's us over in Dunworth. Until tomorrow, appreciate your company. My name's Andy Muir. This has been the Must Run Hokanui. Thanks to Peter Genetics. Enjoy the Arvo. See you at 1 o'clock Tuesday. Hokanui.